Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast, where today I have a full roster of co-hosts and a very special guest. we got fan favorite Ian Dixon. I'm here. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> we got the underdog David. Hey, what's up, Scott? How's everybody doing? And we got Chris Ladondo. What's up? Who's the special guest? That is Chris Ladondo, special guest. I'm not a special guest. Nobody on Scottcast knows. Tell him, Steve, Dave, except for me and uh, one of one of our fans who contributes a lot of drunk segments. Drew. Oh, wonderful. Chris Ladondo for the audience is a podcaster extraordinaire, member of Tell Him Steve Dave Town, musician and f- f- painter, nude painter, if nude you will. Painter. Self portraits or just like yeah? What exactly are you painting? Mostly self portraits, right? That's right. abstract. Abstract. So yeah. it's Jackson Pollock, but you do it with your balls. Oh yeah, I well, my, I, like Jackson Pollock used to put, I guess, his thumbprint in the back of uh, his canvases as like his signature. I just smashed my fucking head of my penis in, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jackson Pollock. Like, what do you do to clean up afterwards? Because like, I'd be paranoid about. Uh, like putting all that kind of paints around that region and then like not being thoroughly cleaned afterwards. Uh, who says I'm cleaning up? Well, like eventually you gotta like get, put the paints away, you know? You can't be painting 24 7. That's true. Wouldn't that be great if you just left a dick print everywhere you went? Like walk around town and just slap a little, little paint dick on the, on the door when you walk in the place? I'm pretty sure you'd get arrested for public indecency trying that one. Like they'd like they'd have like a lineup, and people would be like putting their dicks in ink pads. And that'd be that'd be a fun thing. That'd be a good way to get your your 15 minutes. Maybe, like it would be all blurred out. Chris Ladondo. Uh, speaking of self promotion and uh, and becoming worldwide famous, uh, we invited you on here for a specific purpose. One of the big things we have with this podcast is we like to infiltrate other podcasts and destroy them from within. Okay. Simple premise. Uh, we have a few targets in mind. We've already uh, set a show called The Tim and Drew Show uh, uh, in, in a flame into the dust. Like, they had uh, they had this pause and regroup, and they had a real, like, uh, heart-to-heart moment between them be- due to rifts caused from ScottCast. So I'm proud of that. So what? So what are they about? What's their what, What's their podcast about? The Tim and Drew Show. Uh, one of the listeners, Drew, is an avid Scottcast listener. Tim and I believe Tim is too. But what they like to do is they like to get on Discord, uh, browse internet articles, and uh, have a chat while they drink. It's, oh. it's the basic premise of it. Okay. You know, and they and they're big ants. They're like so. They're the ones who is who are going to know who you are. They're the ones going to be. I'm. You're guaranteed to get a direct message from one of them. Is this like hate mail? No, not hate mail. It's going to be sycophant mail. Put the ant in sycophant. Exactly. Ooh, I like that, Scott. Well, I have a question. What what exactly is an ant? I don't know. I have no idea. I know it has something to do with the tell them, tell them Steve, Dave. You know how? But I don't know. You know, how Lady Gaga has the little monsters. Oh. 
Sure. You know, it's just the name of the fan base. I like how you just assume that everyone is like as big of a Lady Gaga fan as you. I mean, and we're just going to know these things. Why wouldn't you be a huge Lady Gaga fan? She's she's the Elton John of our generation. I can respect that. I respect Elton John, so I, I suppose that'll work. So. so there you go. So if you like Elton John, you have to like Lady Gaga. So, so go on with your, your analogy of the... what. Well, they're like the little monsters. So it's like you got the ants, and they call them the ants because every time Brian like tweets something out, like uh, sends them on their way, it's like an army of ants swarming, like a carcass, like a hive mind. So yeah, like a hive. It's definitely hive mind. That's how ants work. Yeah, exactly. It's pheromones, right? Yeah. So it's like it's it's a collection of people all kind of working off the same tell him Steve Dave pheromones. Yeah. Like one giant id, you yeah. can almost say. Like a, like a giant id. You know all about that, Dave. I tuned into our previous podcast, so I know all about it now. <laughs> I recently posted to Reddit uh, a, a self-promotion post. Like, I asked the moderator there, hey, would this be cool? And they were like, you know what? I'm going to allow it, but prepare for slings and arrows. And so I didn't prepare adequately enough. Slings and arrows came. I had to pull the post. With this tail between the legs move, I needed to enlist somebody who's not only used to taking slings and arrows from a fan base, this, these ants, but somebody who stands defiant. In other words, I've been browsing the Reddit history of Chris Ladondo. Oh, God. That wasn't me. I was half. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up any specific quotes. I, I, this is not that kind of podcast. I can explain. Okay. Uh, well, it, it, this is the thing. People that listen to that, to, to tell them Steve Dave, uh, really, uh, they're close to, it's close to my heart because they remind me of people that I used to hang out with in high school. Uh, but at the same time, um, they think the show, not all of them, some of them think like everything is literal. Um, if you're on that show, you're loved by the people on that show. So, you know, if there's any criticism towards anyone on the show, it's make believe. And some people can't, you know, uh, distinguish between fact and fiction. But if you're going to take a shot at me, especially a, a post move online, I'm going to come at you with everything because I can't physically be there in front of you strangling to death. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm a kid from New York City. Like, you know, I, I fight and love hard. <laughs> so if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, t- try to say, talk shit anonymously, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, eviscerate you verbally. <laughs> so, let that be known to all all the people. <laughs> but, but no, but that, like, listen, that's only a few people. Most people are very, very nice. And then a lot of other people, they're kidding around, and uh-huh. sometimes I can't tell. And I, I actually mentioned this one of the last times I was on the show. Um, I lost people because of that. Like, I took it too seriously. Because, you know, you can't tell tone on, on the Internet. Right. And... Um, I think a lot of people are actually kidding around, just trying to, you know, be part of like the show. But like, I don't know. I just sometimes you just really can't tell, especially when you don't know somebody, and their profile picture is of like a giraffe or something. Exactly. So <laughs> it's hard to, to, to distinguish, you know, 
uh, who's uh, you know is looking for a fight or just being fun in the spirit of the show. And I think you know, unfortunately, I've got lost some people because of that. That's sad. Well, I gotta say, it's kind of easy to accidentally do that. Like, like in our direct messages between each other, uh, I was mentioning how I was trying to convince these two guys to come on. I was convincing them how much of a celebrity you were. Like how famous and, <laughs> and how this was our key to stardom. Yeah, now you fucking. So I explained them who you were and like the, and the best way I could do that is by starting with your telling Steve Dave origin story, which carries the moniker Ghost Pussy. But that isn't the origin story. That's the thing. There's like, uh, that, that was one of the earlier episodes, but it wasn't the earliest episode. I have other appearances before that. You do. Like, I always remember, like, like the entering into the zeitgeist of telling Steve Dave Town, right with that Overkill episode. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I was in it long before that. Like, you guys, I'm mostly, you're mostly here to get schooled on what Scott Cast is to become. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about how how this how, how how this legendary podcast is and how we can leech off of them for fame and glory. You guys take right. notes. So, so the Reddit post. So get. So I'm sorry. I we, I I interrupted by you know defending myself. <laughs> so go ahead. So what happened with the Reddit post? Well, I posted a I posted a video, a fantastic video, feudcast. And this is how not ready for internet fame I am. I got uh, two thumbs down. And I was like, we got to pull the plug. It is time to go. That's both <laughs> thumbs, Scott. You only have two. That's right. Both The one person who watched gave it both thumbs down. <laughs> we just got screwed. We just got, we just got majorly screwed. So, so what, was the, uh, what was the post about? Uh, it was a. Uh, it was about a uh, the recent twenty fifth episode we did. We did uh, these two never actually were on the mic together until that episode. Uh, and well, that's not true. But well, you, not in a published. Yeah, not in the current published episode. Yeah, there were some. Uh, yeah, there were some vault casts where we got uh, where we all got hammered. So in this run, this is like the time they come together, and they've been feuding this whole time because this podcast is all about starting fights between podcasters, and that that includes us. It's like a fighting culture for podcasts. Like you know? real legit fighting, or just make believe. Mostly make believe, okay. <laughs> but like real make believe, like real. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Like the blood is, is it, real. Wait, wait. But is it real animosity or it's just fun? Um, well, it depends. Like I think they get competitive for sure. Like, okay. like it's not just like uh, like like. There's some times where I have to press the point that this podcast is called Scottcast, and I do call all the shots. All right. <laughs> Scott's kind of like an instigator. I can tell. <laughs> he just keeps poking that, poking that fire. Oh yeah, keep raking them coals. Eventually, somebody's gonna get pissed. Right. Yeah. And then, and then I don't have to talk anymore. And then they can talk, and then I can have a good podcast without having to do work. You guys see how it makes sense? You want us to do all the work for you? Yes. So Reddit. Reddit. Yes. So uh, here's what I noticed. Like, what probably happened, I, I talked this over with a few friends uh, at, at, in the, at like about 4 a.m. or something like that, called them from a deep sleep, arose them, and I asked, them, and, I, and I was like, what, what's going on? And they were like, it's probably just the trolls, just the bottom, 
the bottom feeders of the group going in, downvoting things because they feel bad about themselves. And I was like, okay, okay. And so I took a look at the... Exactly. So that's why I have you on here, because I noticed that there's three different types of people in the world. Okay. Only three. Only three. This works. Everybody, I mean, there's one group that's way larger than the other two. <laughs> I'll give you guys that. I got three people, three groups, too. Okay. I was going to say. Let's, yeah, I bet it is. There, there's, uh, there's Don knows. Those are people who say no to Ladondo. Okay. There's Prodondos. Uh-huh. Those are people who are for Ladondo. And then there's Ladon Don't Knows. Okay. Those are people who don't know Lindondo. Okay. I'm pro Dondo. Well, thank you. And these two are Ladon Don't Know. I'm I'm Ladon No. You're Ladon No. <laughs> well, Ian is a licensed therapist. If you want to talk about that. Yeah. No, I uh, my three people were there are people that make things happen. There are people that uh well oh shit I forgot the third one uh, the second one but then there's people that wonder what happened. Okay. And there's the people who forget shit when they're trying to give examples of shit. Yeah, those kind of people. <laughs> there's people with full examples, and there's people with no examples. Roasted over here. I thought, I thought you'd be starting the roast, you know? Uh, You're the roast master. I get paid for that. Oh, you do? Okay, never mind. Then don't roast. No roasting. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get paid this at all. This is a budget podcast, if you guys can't tell. All right, so the re- wait, this Reddit post is about... Is it about me or is it about something else? The Reddit post that I posted was all about myself. Okay. Which was my first misstep. Right. I was like, hey, I like telling Steve Dave. It was a great influence on this podcast. And the rest of this has nothing to do with that. Okay. So I understand the downvotes. It's the people who followed the link and then also downvoted the YouTube link. Uh, so think about the psychology behind it, that doing, doing that. Okay. Right? These people maybe don't know you to begin with on Reddit. That's true. So immediately they're prejudging you without even knowing who you are. And then, because their lives are fucking miserable, um, they then go after your post to downvote them there. I mean, think about think about that. Right. How, how miserable of a human being do you have to be to do that? I concur. <laughs> Deeply insecure human beings. Seriously, like, wh- why? Why? Like, I, I don't. Like, I like. All right. So, when I let's say if I'm at a restaurant or something and everything like I have a, a horrible experience like with the food or, or whatever. I don't. I will never complain to the waiters or or um, yeah. And this might be bad because some people say you should. I just think you know it's okay, thank you, and I know never to come back there again. Like I'm not going to ruin somebody's fucking day. You know what I mean? Right. I, 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 and and that's when something's like affecting me personally. It's like oh, you fucked up my meal or you know whatever, or you gave me you know you didn't you. Uh, you messed up on the bill. I never give anybody a hard time. Like, even when sometimes it's, you know, warranted to. It, it's just too much. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to ruin somebody else's day. <laughs> so, well, people are fucking crazy. To take that a step further, it's like, if you go to a shitty restaurant and you, you have bad service, like, you leave a, a review for the restaurant, but this is like people 
who go to the restaurant and they have a bad experience and they like stalk who served them and like shit on them on their Facebook. That's insane. No, you're right. Yeah, only a crazy person does that. Yeah, so I, uh, and believe me, I've had bad experiences, you know, uh, like everybody else, with, like in, in like the service industry, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be an asshole to somebody unless they're like aggressive towards me or whatever, but that's rarely, you know, the case. Yeah, so somebody on the internet that doesn't even know what you look like or even know the tone of... Oh, they knew what we looked like. We were recording in three-camera, 1080p. (laughs) (laughs) They knew very well what we looked like, and and they were like Emperor Nero ordering our execution just down. Listen, the fact that you guys have a podcast, you know, you get together and talk, you know, that's you're doing something like, you know, you're doing something that a lot of people... Um, that our fans of the show wish that they can do, but they're just not doing it for whatever reason. So they're jealous. I, I, I've come to realize in life, later in life, that a lot of people are just jealous, you know, but they can, they can go and get their own fucking show or do whatever. They, don't, they just wish that they were you. <laughs> it's much easier for them to shit on you rather than start their own podcast. Exactly. So they, get, they get a little bit of kick from that, yeah. You know what? It's easier to say, hey man, that's pretty cool that you're doing that. You know, or it's even easier, like, if you don't like it, just fucking move on. I like that. I think I'm pro-Dondo. I'm pro-Dondo, too. I'm still (laughs) pro-Dondo. I mean, that's me. But listen, when I'm on the show, too, when I'm on Tom Steve, so you guys that don't know, Tom Steve, they they have me as on the show because I'm, you know, I'm a very, like, liberal person. So I'll post things that might, you know, like, liberal, whatever. But again, it's in the moment, or I'll be retweeting things. And one of the main guys on the show, uh, I guess that over the years has grown more, uh, cons- I wouldn't even say conservative. He's just, uh, he, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's about 10 years older than me, so I'll be 41 this year. So he comes from, I guess, like the school of, you know, get over it. You know, don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't be such a, you know, a sissy about things, whatever. Um, so he'll talk about me on the show that, hey, Madonna did this and that and that. And then before you know it, uh, people will swarm me, these enemies, <laughs> like, uh, 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 or say, uh, or say things about me that, you know, are just totally, uh, out of context. But like, I'm supposed to be like that type of character on the show. But then like, the last show that I did, I actually stepped in for my friend, Brian Quinn, who, who was making a movie for Practical Jokers. And they had like, guest <laughs> hosts. And I, I was, what do you call I, uh, I was the guest host. Yeah. And yeah, it got to just be me and Walt and Brian. And I gotta say, there were some haters from, that I know from back in the day on Reddit board that actually, you know, said really nice things about me because then they got to know who I was. They flipped. From that episode. You know? So, that is, is nice. And that's big of them to, to, to say that. So I respect them big time because they could have just sat been quiet and felt either either way but no they they, they said you know he's got points on this that yeah that was very good maybe they're just like pro disney fans because you talked about disney for about 35 minutes there (laughs) (laughs) he's fellow disney (laughs) i like disney he must be all right (laughs) i love the lion king all right so what's my defense here how am i defending this guy was the defense? Yeah. So did I just did I just say so by 
basically saying people are, uh, I'm washing my hands all the way. I'm not washing my hands of you people, I'm just washing like, my hands. Like, it's, that's fine too. <laughs> so, any more feedback besides the two thumbs down, or you just kind of like shut it and you remove the post after that? I mean, I removed the post. The personal feedback's been good. For instance, Ian liked it. <laughs> Being the victor. I haven't heard from David yet. Well, I just want to say I'm really sorry for that comment I made, and I'm glad you took it down. In retrospect, I guess it probably wasn't in the best of taste. I didn't know you had 15 Reddit accounts. Well, you don't know me like you thought you did. So wait, so what does this have to do? Because you said in the email to me, Scott, about um, something about uh, Elon Musk. Oh, that's right. Oh, we wanted to get your opinion on Elon Musk. Uh, the recent, the recent news right now, like our, the, our theories is that Elon Musk has an overactive ego, bordering on narcissism, and that he's trying to do good. Right. But he just needs that satiation. And he can't control himself. Is that what we're saying? I don't know if I had uh, a well-formulated theory about it. I think he's uh, he's intending to do good, but I don't know that he... Uh, I don't know if those intentions come from a place of true altruism. I think he's... He's ego-driven. Maybe a little um, bit too heavy on the PR. It sounded like I just listened to your guys' episode um, that you just posted and we were talking about that. And it sounded pretty much like what Scott was saying for the most part. But then you guys didn't like how he went about it. Like, you didn't mind that he was trying to do good things for people using this resources. It was just, you don't want it to be just for PR. You want him to do it because, you know, but that's kind of hard to... Well, I mean, if, if you do something good then that's fine i don't have a problem with motivations i'm just when you're uh you try to do something good and someone like has a legitimate criticism about it like oh this submarine is not feasible and then you're like you're a fucking pedophile <laughs> like that's that's kind of fucked up do you guys know uh, much about uh Musk besides just you know uh, can be an inventor, like, do you know his, his upbringing? I know he's from South Africa. I do you know that, like, he was adopted and bullied and stuff? Uh, no. I saw an interview with him uh, last year, and he was basically, like, talking about, like, at least, like, one, like, instance that, in life, that, uh, where he got, like, bullied and, like, made him cry. Like, he was crying in the interview. <laughs> and it was really sad. So, maybe he does want to do good, you know, but it is altruistic. But at the same time, a lot of these guys that are like brilliant, they just don't really have the you know the great social skills. Um, it's hard to to have like you know to be really you know have that mathematical side of the brain being pristine, and then like the other side of the brain, uh, you know, like the love for like you know music and writing and all that stuff, which really comes from like you know like more of an emotional type place. It's hard to have uh, those two sides of the brain, like, you know, like working together, whatever. I don't know, but he seemed to be, like, he, he seemed like he was, like, like hurting. <laughs> and maybe he does legitimately, you know, really do want to help people, but it's kind of damaged where it's, it's hard to, to differentiate. Uh, oh, no, excuse me. It's hard for him to communicate that he wants to do things, you know, 
for the right reasons, whereas it, it might look a little flashy. I don't know. What do you guys think? Fuck him? <laughs> Fuck that. Well, maybe if he was, uh, when he was a kid, if he was, you know, didn't have the best social skills. I know he read a lot of books when he was a kid. He's a bit of a bookworm, and that's, you know, he has a, a thirst for knowledge with everybody he talks to. He tries to learn. Every, everybody he talks to, he tries to learn their skills and kind of be like them because he wants to be the know-it-all guy. Um, but, you yeah, know, I think that he definitely has visions of grandeur. But I don't think that it comes from place of like, you know, like, you know, malcontent. I don't think that he's like going to try to take over the world like Hitler or something. But, you know, I think there's definitely, you know, you can, you can definitely get wrapped up in, in the, the Twitter sphere and not having social skills just kind of, you know, completely throw your whole good PR image down the drain pretty quick just by doing a stupid stunt like that. So that's a good point. So you think the submarine thing was, a stunt and it wasn't him like legitimately trying to help because that thing could be used for a lot of other type of uh, missions besides I don't I don't doubt his uh, his desire to help I think he again I've made statements about like I don't I don't see anyone any one person as being like entirely good or entirely bad I think he's got his his good points and his bad points um, I think he was generally trying to help and he just uh He's so eager to have that approval, maybe because of kind of the, some of the um, some of the disapproval that he he faced while he was growing up. Yeah. Um, that he he kind of goes beyond what he's capable of, and then when that's challenged, he's he goes back to that that very vulnerable place, and he can't handle it. I don't think he just, I think he doesn't like people saying that he can't do something. I mean, people have been telling that his whole life, and so I think he gets a little triggered by that. I never saw the actual comment about him calling the guy the pedophile, but I mean, it's Twitter, man. You get, you get ticked off at people and you're just getting petty arguments, but then when you're actually a CEO of multiple companies and everybody's kind of watching every little move, it's like, you should probably try to scale that back a little bit. Kind of like when he did the April Fool's Day thing, he said that he went bankrupt. Uh, it's oh, like, yeah. and then his stocks went plummeting. <laughs> it's like, not, he's not the best tweeter. Maybe scale that back a bit. You know, maybe you know, just think a little bit before you do a joke do like that. Do you guys follow cryptocurrency? Yep, he does. Oh, so are you familiar with Litecoin? Yeah. So I followed. I stopped following him, like this guy on Twitter, but he's not on the company anymore. Like I just started Litecoin. His name's like Charlie something. I forgot Charlie Lee or something. His tweets were terrible. Like the things that he was doing and saying. He was like in charge of this. You know, he started this cryptocurrency that, like, you know, is successful. But he, the things that he said, it's like, dude, I am. Don't want to invest in this point anymore. <laughs> like I just know this guy's nuts. He's like a child behind you know behind the Twitter feed. It's like the value of your entire currency rests within people's opinion of you, and you're, sh and you're shitting on your own currency. <laughs> you know, it's like what are you doing? So I was I was like really like, is this guy nuts? And I, I worked with somebody who uh, who got me into cryptocurrency and. Uh, I work in a college. I work in a graduate uh, school and a business school. And one of the grad students actually uh, knows him, and they started like a a uh, like a Bitcoin hedge fund or something. And um, he knows him. I told him, I was like, tell him 
In the grand scheme of things, though, I mean, if you're, if, as long as you don't completely run your companies into the ground, people, people like Elon Musk, they got, they got their hands in so many different projects. That guy is just, yeah, he's just tired. You know, he's like pulled in a thousand different directions. Like, like, like just two weeks ago or something like that, he was tweeting about like how, oh, we've got to meet production demands for Tesla, five thousand a week or something like that, and like there people were reporting like that he was sleeping under his desk or something like that. My opinion of Elon Musk is very simple, and I think that I'm going to explain it the best way I can by doing it in terms of Scott Cast and self promotion. Feudcast was meant to be released on Thursday. And I wrote like 15 social media posts all about it, got people excited, was texting people, keep your Thursday night open. Mm -hmm. Thursday comes around, not even close. Elon Musk did the same thing, I feel like, with the situation in Thailand, where he was talking about how he's got this down, he's going to send it over. He was sending, he was doing video of it and all that, and tweeting all about it, when it could have all just been a quiet operation. Wait till it succeeds, and then say, if it succeeds, boom, I helped out. If it didn't succeed, be like, hey, I developed something that might help later. But he's like that Cryptcoin guy, just shitting on his own brand with poor timing. Well, you know, we talked about that before with his stretch goals. Elon Musk is all about... If, you know, he'll ask you to get something done in six months that takes a year, you go, that's impossible. I can't get it done in six months. You're crazy. It takes a year. Then he says, I want you done it done in six months. It takes you eight months. It doesn't take you six months, but you still get it done faster than the year. The problem is when you run into serious problems where people just can't work faster and you run into like with his production line where it's like he did the whole line for the Tesla and it was just like, it was too automated. So he had to go hire people and try and train them and, Get him in there, and he didn't anticipate that. I mean, there's no way you can speed that up. Meanwhile, the PR machine's just cranking out. You know, everybody's like believes in this guy, which is why you shouldn't be shitting on people on Twitter because it, he is like people will invest in his company because they believe in him, and if they think right. that he's like Mister Asshole on Twitter, they're not going to invest in the company, and you're not going to have a like a three hundred thousand people waiting list or whatever it is. Right. For Tesla, so I just came back from California, and I can tell you, I saw multiple Teslas on the road. So it was crazy, and one of them like locked me in, and one of them was an asshole. If assholes are buying it, then it's in droves, right? It was in Beverly Hills. I was I was in a uh, parking lot in Beverly Hills. I got I got a rooftop garage, and I parked the car, and um, I come back and like. The passenger side, which is this guy's driver's side, was totally like, it, it looked like my car was connected to his. I'm like, who is this asshole? I'm like, this guy has a Tesla and he's doing this to, to my, you know, 2018 Corolla rental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tesla. Awesome. Guy that parked next to me in Beverly Hills, not done. Yeah, just because you buy a Tesla doesn't mean you're you're some visionary guy who's going to be responsible for getting us on the on Mars. That's that's a subtle distinction. Here, here. <laughs> you just bought a Tesla so you could drive by you mooning moon, like mooning people and just you have a self driving car and just steamroll people when they update it in the future. You can just be a dick and get away with it. I don't know how up to date you guys are 
on uh, Mars News, but there's apparently an underground lake there. An underground lake. So we have. So not only would we have to travel millions and hundreds of millions of miles to get there, once we get there, we have to dig before we can take, have a drink of water? It's nice that there's water there. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's no Hilton. Yeah, I mean... He, that's another thing Elon Musk said. Or mole people. I don't know what you want. Elon Musk... <laughs> <laughs> we have a theory about extinction events. Uh, and that is that, uh, inevitably, Ian pointed out, uh, the ozone's going to get depleted or something it's like that. Like, we've already done fucked it. Yeah. Yeah, the UV radiation's coming in whether we like it or not. And with that said, who's the most susceptible to this? White men. <laughs> so we predicted the future of the of uh, the world to be that uh, white men are going to get extinct or bred out with pretty soon, or we're all going to dig underground as a mole society and control the world from below, just like lizard people and the Illuminati. Before I continue, this is not a Ku Klux Klan podcast, right? No, we are <laughs> we're in Detroit. <laughs> that wouldn't work. <laughs> okay, we're pro Afro futurism. Yes, <laughs> the opposite of Ku Klux. We, we said this all. We said this all with like a more of a good riddance tone. <laughs> it was our yeah. fault. We get what we deserve. Yeah. yeah, we were kind of excited for it, really. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> We're not the Ku Klux Klan. We're like the Foo Fox fans. No, we shouldn't even rhyme, David. We're not going to even rhyme for it. We're just <laughs> the FFFs. No, David. We'll cut that out. <laughs> One more. If I may, though, if you guys didn't have me on your podcast for when you guys were talking about the mole people, there's definitely solutions that you can have for just deflecting the solar radiation. You don't mean to be a mole person, Scott. Just get a giant mirror out in space and deflect it. Well, it's geez. that easy. Never thought about that. It's that easy. Well, you didn't have you didn't have me on here, so uh-huh. I, I'm a man of science. Well, let's be honest. A shovel is a lot less expensive than a continent-wide mirror. Yeah, that seems real technical because we do need UV radiation for crops and whatnot. We can't control it with the way we've fucked the atmosphere. Well, you take the mirror energy and then you just divert it using a system of mirrors and you point it at the crops. It's that easy. So you set fires to the earth. <laughs> this is like that scene in Armageddon where they're trying to figure out a way to blow up the asteroid, and they have little tinfoil metals out, <laughs> and they're pointing at it, and they're like, this is the Roadrunner move, which highlights my solution that we need to go underground, because nothing else is going to get done. Well, I think a lot of our shit's going to be indoors, that's for sure. Yeah. We're going to be inside people. Farming everything. Biodomes. People already grow crops of weed indoors. Yeah. Just make it corn. Oh, yeah. Corn warehouse. That's what Mark Wahlberg should have done in The Martian. Just grow a bunch of weed, man. <laughs> just, just give it up. He's like... People would drive by. Matt Damon, not Mark Wahlberg. Oh, sorry. Oh. Hey, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, same guy. Whatever. Same thing. Same thing. That'd be better if it was, no, if it was Mark Wahlberg. That's the thing that's why I was thinking of it, because I was picturing Mark Wahlberg smoking some weed. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a different movie. We need an atmosphere to light that's blunt. Did you ever read The Martian, the, the book? I read the book no. before I saw the book. Did, he, did they ever say that line, I'm going to science the shit out of this in the book? I don't uh, think so. Was that written? I think something. I think he said something to the effect. 
It was very funny. The guy who wrote the book is actually an engineer, a civil engineer or a mechanical engineer. So, uh, you know, you read it, you're like, oh, shit, this could really happen. Okay, so he explains it perfectly. He does. It's like really good. But then again, I'm, a, you know, I have a, uh, a, uh, I have my graduate degree as a master of arts, not a master of science. <laughs> Somebody said there are scientists in there. This guy is an exercise physiologist. Okay, so he says you cannot run to the moon. Yeah, so, so <laughs> he knows the, the real shit. Like we're just like, yeah, that could happen. I can help you guys with your crazy theories for like how it could possibly come true with it's science. Simple. Okay. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Yeah. We talk about that stuff. That's awesome. I can science the shit out of any podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take that, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg slash Matt Damon. Mark Damon thinks thinks sciencing up Mars is any good. No, try sciencing up this podcast. <laughs> I want to talk about. I want to talk about terraforming. You guys want to go in that route, but I know that we're not going to go in that route. So. That's cool. Like like when they did. Uh, like when uh, they tried to make uh, Earth out of Krypton. Make Earth out of Krypton? Krypton? Like in the comic? <laughs> I can't even... Hold on. A fictional <laughs> substance? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen Man of Steel? Yes, I don't remember it very well. I yeah. think I was drunk. So they basically um, were trying to... They were terraforming, uh, I guess, Earth. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what the hell's his name? Zod. Oh. To make Earth uh, like Krypton, so they can start over the, the, the Kryptonian race. But like, as a bunch of badasses, I feel like I don't know if that would work out. Like, what if the entire society was just like Superman? That'd be crazy. Well, that's like some alchemy shit. Like, you'd have to turn it, turn Earth into an incinerator to make matter, different matter, out of what's here. But you know, that might just happen anyways with the next extinction event. Yeah, but I mean, how did they say they're gonna make? They're gonna make. Like you think about like what is the sun? The sun is like hydrogen particles fucking colliding and making helium. What is Krypton? I don't know. It's like element a hundred something. That's supernova kind of event. You can't just turn Earth into that. Well, that well in the film, like they had it was the uh, the world machine. Basically, was you know, beam was like basically leveling everything. All right, I have a I have a segment here that I think might be good. It could be um, an area of expertise for all of us, maybe. A little game I like to call "Price That Ghost Town." Okay. Is I'm going to describe a few ghost towns around the world that you can buy that are up for sale, and we're going to go around and see who can get the closest price. Sounds cool. The key here, though, is we don't use U.S. dollars for currency on Skycast. We use uh, audible sign-ups. Use what? We use audible sign-ups. So, okay. uh, one audible sign-up is worth fifteen dollars okay. for the podcast. If you want to contribute an audible sign-up, yeah, go to audibletrial dot com forward slash scottcast. Wow, that came out a little hard on account that we we say that. <laughs> just come up with your own like cryptocurrency, Scott, and just have people buy those. I would totally be that. Like I I say crap about Elon Musk. Oh, you should do a different strategy. That would be much better. But I would totally be the guy on Twitter, like being like, I can't take this anymore. 
Who cares about the currency? I'm shutting it down. It's worthless. I would be that guy. So I've got three ghost towns. This one's from Nevada. A place called Calnavari. And it's got a casino, an airstrip, a diner, a portfolio of homes, and a convenience store. What's a portfolio of homes? I'm guessing like a neighborhood, you know. Like a little neighborhood of homes. Seems like an odd word to use for a neighborhood, Scott. Are you sure this is real? I'm pretty sure it's real. I got it from uh, the internet. I googled <laughs> everything on the internet is real. I, I googled buy ghost towns because, like every like every once in a while, I remember that that's a thing you can do is look up entire towns that are for sale, and it's like Christmas because I'm like, wow, it's so interesting to be able to buy an entire town. One day I will buy a town. And what state was this in? This one's in Nevada, so it's legal gambling, legal prostitution. Nice. I don't know what else is legal there. That sounds awesome. Right. You can do whatever you want with this town, basically. It's the Wild West. You'd need some other people to be in that town with you. You can't just whore yourself out to yourself. <laughs> you can't just gamble yourself away. I'm betting my own virginity. There was an airstrip, though? Yeah, yeah, full airport, you know? You could fly people in to just do debaucherous shit. Yeah. You'd be like Vegas 2.0, baby. Yeah. Yeah, like Vegas for like the real people, the non-Disney Vegas. You can have uh, oh no, no offense. <laughs> you can have people, you know, breaking knees and stuff like that in that kind of town because you're going to be the police department too. It's your town. So that's the first one. So how's this working? We are all all bidding on that, and then we yeah. go to the next town, or yeah, let's 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 bid on this one. Let's see uh, what you guys think as far as the price is concerned. I need to get my converter out. In terms of audibletrial.com? Like, in terms yeah. of audible trials? Yeah, oh, because that's, that's the kind winner, of sketch. Because the one that we guessed the best, the, that we're closest to, whoever, we're going we're gonna to raise funds to buy it. We just need to get that many audible subscriptions. That's why that's how we're measuring it. And how many dollars do you get from each audible trial? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen dollars? Yeah. Damn. I thought it was like five. No, they they up the price because like like point five percent of the world hasn't tried it yet. Ian, how much do you think this town in Nevada is worth in Audible trial subscriptions? I think there's a lot of potential for income there. Okay. With the casino, you got the air airstrip. You can rent the houses out. Uh, I'm going ten million, which is six hundred sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-six. Okay. Point six 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 audible subscriptions. All right, we're gonna round up to seven with that one, David. So you said ten million U.S. dollars and however many. That's my guesstimate. Okay. I could just, well, I wish I was going last, so I could just be like $10 million and one penny. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm saying, well, audible subscriptions, I think it, it would uh, even out. I mean, if you're looking at the long-term potential of this whole thing, like with the airport and everything like that, this place sounds sweet. It sounds like it could be better than Vegas. I mean, yeah. that could be a really good hashtag, hashtag better than Vegas. Yeah. Um, 
And what's the what's the hashtag for Vegas? What what happens there stays there? I don't think it's a hashtag. This sounds like you could turn it into Westworld pretty easily. Yeah, androids and robots. I'm saying this place has got a lot of value and potential. So, and this is like a real estate guy, right? That you're buying from. I guess. I so he's really gonna he's gonna drive the price up on you. You know that. You get the lot. So you're gonna it's gonna be the closing price is not gonna be what you want. So let's say twenty five million divided by. I don't know, like fifteen ish. I'm gonna say about <laughs> about I'm gonna say about uh fifteen thousand uh Scott Audible trial dot com trials. Well, you're terrible at the link. Yep. <laughs> All right, Ladondo. Uh if it's more part of Nevada, is it? Oh, that's a great question. I just have the I just have a picture on my phone here. Let's see, Cal Nev Ari. It was established few years ago. He's going to look up the real estate value. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should have done. Damn it. Oh, Scott, you know he's not prepared. I'll Google the, you know, Scott and you'll know exactly how much it is. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I, I, my hunch is. The mother I suffered like a really bad uh, housing uh, crisis. So they're probably just giving shit away. Uh, I'm thinking... It's probably $750,000 for this town, I'm going to say, which equates to about 50,000 Scott uh, coins or portable subscriptions. <laughs> okay. All right. The answer to that one was $8 million or 533 some odd thousand Scott Cass. No, it's south, actually, and it's very southern skinny tip. I mean, it's got an airport, you know? It's close to everywhere. Nice. A non-functioning airport. <laughs> well, it's, how much do you... What do you need out of an airport but a long, flat place to land? need a bunch of people, disgruntled employees that get no sleep 24-7, just directing people through all the avenues of America. Well, this is Nevada, you know. Uh, looser laws. I'm sure there's no... Uh, none of that there. Oh, no, TSA. Never been. All right. The next place, this place is a keeper, I think. This is this is something to get in South Dakota. It's a ghost town in deep cowboy country with a notoriously rough bar, a garage, and fear not, but a haunted house on the property. Ooh, how ironic for a ghost town. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ghost town with a ghost house. Wouldn't every house be a ghost house in a ghost town? Not if they're in a portfolio. I don't know. I think I think it's like a it's a it's a it's a different kind of ghost. It's like it's a ghost town because it was abandoned, and it's a ghost house because it's not abandoned by the ghost. Why are these abandoned? I think we should know the abandonment story. That's a great question. I don't know. They're just for sale. <laughs> Is it sitting on like a radioactive dump ground for uranium or what? Like a cult, like an entire cult committed suicide a week ago. It's like, <laughs> oh, don't ask about it. I don't know what happened. You went in or not? It's on, it's on, it's like, that's on Craigslist. It's like, yeah, you just buy it. Just make me an offer in, in cash. So we go in same order or reverse order or what's what's happening? Let's start. Let's go reverse. Ladondo first for Sweat USA in South Dakota. How much? How much do you think 
that is worth in Scott Cast Audible subscriptions. Because, you know, maybe we should go get it. We'll just have a little campaign. Million dollars. Uh, so a million divided by 15. Uh, God. So who's the science guy? Science guy. <laughs> Science guy's using the calculator. Six, 66,666. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. That's how I'm going with a million bucks. Okay. David? Uh, I'm going to go with 666 audible trials. Just straight up? Yeah. 666, man. Okay. Yep. You just go straight Satan number. Yep. Alrighty. So we're all lowballing this. We don't. We don't think much of South Dakota. Not really. Nobody wants. To live, <laughs> nobody wants to live in South Dakota. You shouldn't be like nobody. knows where Sweat USA is. I'm gonna do the uh, the Price Is Right kind of deal and say one Audible subscription. Oh, okay, okay. So you're like that's not worth anything. Well, shit. David's right. Well, closest. It's not ten thousand dollars, but two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So that's so you were three quarters of a million off. Redondo. Has any of you guys have been to the Dakotas? Never never been, but I've always wanted to go because they've got all, all sorts of fossils and like Dakota raptors and stuff like that. I've driven through North Dakota. You've driven through it? Yeah. Know, multiple times. Did you ever stop or did you just pedal to the metal all the way? Oh, we stopped. I took I took a piss and uh <laughs> you know. That was in Piss USA, not Sweat USA. But I do know a lot about sweat. I'm an exercise scientist, so <laughs> of course I got this one. Yeah. <laughs> right up my house. Have you been to the Dakotas? Is it a good place or or is it something place you would avoid? I never been. <laughs> never been. Uh, the only Midwest I've ever been to was Ohio and yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, those are that's no wonder you didn't try any other ones. On Michigan or Illinois? Jeez. Well, I want to go to Chicago. I mean, my my uh, my family is actually originally my my grandfather's originally from Chicago. Never been there. Chicago's yeah, a great place. And I would like to see Detroit. Detroit's the best place. I heard Detroit's got a really cool uh like art scene going on in the cities. It's an excellent town, but it's not for sale. This next one, however, <laughs> well, some some parts look like ghost towns when you're walking through. There. Yeah, and actually, it is for sale. That's the scariest part when you're yeah. walking down in certain parts of Detroit and there's just nobody there. I remember, like back in like the early 2000s, it was like walking through there. I go, where are all the people? Like, yeah, that's like it's like you're walking. It's like the post-apocalypse, and but you know, there's got to be somebody. They're just you just can't see them, which is scary. Right, you know they're watching you. Well, I don't know. Well, that's a little paranoid, but if, if there's no one there, there might just be no one there. You guys ever been to New York? I have. I've been there twice in my lifetime. Once right after high school and once right after college. It's definitely an interesting place. I love it. I, like, I, like when I first went to New York, that's when I decided I kind of wanted to live in an urban environment because I was originally from like a suburban area. And I went to New York, and like we stayed right across Madison Square Garden the whole trip, and we were out doing crap all the time. And I was looking up like a tourist the entire time, hurt my neck by the end of the frickin' trip. And yeah, I just decided I just like the urban environment so much better than like a suburb or a rural area. It just much more life, much more, much more options and things to do. And if you want to just walk from point A to point B and not say hi to anybody, you totally can do that. Scott, I'm from the same hometown as you, and I do that every day. <laughs> so I don't know what your problem is. 
It's called wearing a pair of headphones, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, as you're running out for a jog, enjoying the fresh air instead of that stanky city life. So I didn't have to move like to the middle of a freaking city just to get that. Could I just invested in ten dollar headphones? True. That's good to know. Maybe you should get a headphone plug on for Scott Cast. Yeah, we'll get we'll be like Beats by Dre, but with Scott Cast. Yeah, Beats by Scott. Uh, Scott Beats. Yeah, they're optimized for my voice. All right, so we got the last property. I I, I feel like you can get this one, Ladondo. I doubt it. it, it it's, it's in Italy. Uh, Poggio Santa Cecilia? I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, it's the most expensive one here, folks. This is this is the big bucks one. So don't be shy with your with your Scott Cast Audible subscription targets. Yeah, like Italy just doesn't have vacant land, like giant strips of land, like Dakota that no one's been to. <laughs> there's there's actually like every every bit of real estate is critical. Yeah, uh, this is in a, a, a hilltop Tuscan village, and so much money. And within. This hilltop Tuscan village. We got a medieval castle, a church, 20 houses from the 19th century, and hectares. Hectares! It's farmable of stunning orchards, olive groves, and forests. This is a kingdom you, you can buy. And it's just nobody there? What the hell happened? I, I don't know. It, it, like, they don't, they never include previous tenant history. The fucking vampire ate everybody there? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's the one selling it now. He's gonna make bank. Jeez. Uh, 20 million? 20 million. Skycast things or real money? No, uh, um, or, so, what is that? That's 82 Skycast? 82,000? 82,000 Scott Cast subscriptions. How much is that in real that, That's 1,230,000. You say 82, what, what did you say? 82,000 uh, Scott Cast. That's 1, 2, that's just, you, you got, got some scary, scary numbers, man. That's 1, 2, 3, 0, 0, 0, 0. Oh, shit. With $10 million, whatever the fuck. Okay. okay. I, listen, I, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a bad idea to make everyone do an intense amount of math before projecting these random estimates. Point is, go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast, sign up so I don't have to plug it and so ham fistedly in the future. At some point, we'll be able to buy some town that no one lives in. Yeah, and then we could all hang out. You know, it'll be great. We'll have a convenience store, so there'll be beer. You can pick up my latest book, Real Estate by Vampires, and you can watch, you know, yeah. you can pick it up on there. <laughs> it'll be up next week. It's not a long read. This says kill everyone and sell, sell the land. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great business strategy. So, Ian, what do you think it's worth? We got $20 million. I'm going to put $20 million on the board for you. I feel like it's... I think that's close. It's going to be a little more because uh, location. Um, right. I'm going $26 million, which is $1,733,333 Audible subscriptions. Well, that's like, that's not even, uh, that's not even 1% of America. I think Scott Cass can get this castle. Scott Castle. Let's I'm, see. I'm ready for it. What you got, I'm doing some math. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say it's 
$100 million, which would be 6,666, wait, no, 6,666,666.66 Scott Cass Audible Trials. Rounding up to seven, and you're wrong. Ian was closest with $26 million versus whatever in Scott Cass subscriptions. So, that's the end of that game. I wasn't even really keeping track of who was winning. I think I got two out of three there. You did? Yeah. But you got two out of three, and you got one out of three. You got sweat to South Dakota. And Ladondo uh, got zero out of three because he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Welcome to ScottCast. <laughs> this is how the games work. Don't put much stock in Scott's uh, scoring systems. They're mostly bullshit. <laughs> It's good if you just kind of, you want to end up somewhere in the middle, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's where I ended up. That, yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, wait. Yeah, I just I noticed. Ladondo wow. lost yeah. completely. I guess. Yeah. No, I'm, I shut the bet completely. Yeah, he shut the bet on that one. Like, I, I, I thought you would for sure at least get the castle, especially when you, when you nailed how who was selling it. What was the actual price? $43 million. Oh, okay. Wow. That's not bad. It's, if you sell, I did the math. If you sell a Scott Cast Audible trial to one percent of America, uh, we can make that with a little bit to spare for furnishing. You know, and get a go to IKEA, yeah. furnish it up. Yeah, that's not even uh, factoring in the T-shirt sales. Yeah, those are those got a good like a dollar fifty margin. You should just do like the IKEA route where they just revolutionized it by saying build your own shit. And say, make your own damn T-shirt. We'll send you the picture. You go out and you print it your damn self. Pass the pass the savings down to those people. IKEA model. There we go. I like that. I just thought of that. It was pretty good. I think oh. I'm gonna do that. All right, you should do that one. You just invented you IKEA. No, the the IKEA model of T-shirts. Ah, put them together. You just send them the picture, and they do the rest. I like that. Yeah. Maybe you could send them the shirt, too, I guess. I don't know. You don't have to even print it, though. They just figure it out. So that was Scott Cast. How'd, how'd you like that, Ladondo? That was interesting. Was it the best podcast you've ever per- partaken in? One of. One of. <laughs> <laughs> One of all the podcasts I've partaken in. <laughs> Alrighty, so I thank you, Chris Ladondo, for coming on. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, and thanks to the co-host for coming on. Uh, be sure to tune in every week and subscribe. So uh, thank you, and I bid thee adieu. Adieu. Adieu.